Hi, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. It is uh, maybe a chilling edition. I think I need to get this out in time for Halloween. I'm talking with Bram Stoker award-winning, Shirley Jackson award-winning author, Nicole Cushing. Nicole, thanks for jumping in and talking with me. Well, thank you. Uh, I do have to amend your description uh, slightly. Uh, I've been nominated for the Shirley Jackson, but I I have not yet won it. So you've you've awarded me a win that uh, the jurors didn't see fit to give me, but uh, I I did win the Bram Stoker Award. So that mm -hmm. part that part is is accurate. Yeah, but you know, but. Uh, the Jackson has thus far eluded me despite two nominations. But who knows? Maybe you're you're basically giving me a, a little bit of uh, um, uh, good luck for the future. Absolutely. I, I, I dub thee. I dub thee. Um, if I were on the jury. How about that? If I were on the jury. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. And my cat is here. This is Jasmine the Jazzy Cat ah, uh, here. Hi, and uh She's made herself, yeah, she's ma making herself known here. Um, so she may uh, decide to show us uh, some of her tail <laughs> and her yeah. haunches and all kinds of, I'll be poking my head here and there yes. and everywhere to try to make sure, because she wants to be star of the show. Well, but, Jasmine, um, Jasmine She's not, I'm welcome. the star of the show. That's right. Yeah. That is right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jasmine is welcome um, and is doing amazing Zoom tricks. Uh, but so far, I don't think Jasmine has written any books, and so no, um, she hasn't. I mean, she you know she she wants to be my assistant, but you know the only thing she's really good at is uh, uh, chasing mice and occasional skink that gets into the house. Uh, mm -hmm. She likes lizards. She likes mice, uh, and she likes uh, taking up space on the right. Zoom. So uh, she'll settle down here in a second. No worries. No worries at all. We love the, the pets and the Zoom pets. Um, I'll also yeah. mention a couple of titles here. Um, so the Mirrors being a collection of yours, Children of mm -hmm. No One, and uh, of course, Mr. Suicide, I believe, was your debut. Is that right? The Bram Stoker? Yeah, it was my debut novel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you currently have a book that we'll circle back around to, The Plastic Priest, which I've been reading through NetGalley. Um, so lots of, yeah. and, and that's just the surface. You have other books as well. Uh, you have a list. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yes. cur curious about what led you to the written word. Um, well, I lived in a household that valued education broadly and reading in particular um that's not to say that my parents were voracious readers uh they were not but they um they knew that reading was good just for social mobility um, you know they wanted us to do better than they had done and uh you know that all that part of the american dream mm -hmm. uh and so we're taken to libraries um and it just stuck, you know, uh, for me, it just was, you know, the right stimulus at the right time. So I was a kid who really, really, like, I was geeking out, like, reading the dictionary and looking at, in the dictionary, you have like, they all the derivations of the words, like, all the words the best thing ever. Um, and I guess writing was also kind of an inexpensive way of entertaining oneself. Uh, my brother... I would uh, write uh, these little 
satires of television shows, uh, you know, mashups of things like Sanford and Son Meet the Wolf. Uh, this kind of thing, like just very unusual kinds of things that were satirical and just to entertain each other. And uh, and so it it was just, I think I might be just hardwired to love the written word because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, I don't think there are other readers in my family, but I think I've probably uh, dove into it with a greater um, alacrity and greater... Um, uh, enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, love that. I love that um, sort of nest of book pages that sometimes nurture people. Um, so as you're writing, I have sort of a Ray Bradbury question for you. There's something I like to ask authors, particularly of uh, short stories. Where where do you feel like the ideas come from? Um. Some, it, it's different for different stories. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes they've come from nightmares. Uh, that's part of where, especially images, uh, it's hard to really draw a coherent narrative from a nightmare because nightmares are, by their very nature, nonlinear. Mm -hmm. But there are images from nightmares that I've taken out and then built a linear story frame around the occurrence of that image. Um, sometimes they come from life experience. Uh, in the case of the plastic priest, um, you know, I, when my father passed away a couple of years ago, uh, we, I grew up in the Episcopal church and there was a, an Episcopal priest who came back to our, uh, house to do like the, you know, some readings of texts, um, you know, you know, that famous psalm, for example, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want it, etc. And I have been read from the church for, uh, I was very emotional when that was being read. Mm -hmm. And I had, it led me to kind of, uh, you know, have this sense of like, um, longing for some connection for that kind of thing, but I'm just the, my thought life right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and so combining that with some of the experiences I've had, I, I work in a bookstore and I've, I've actually ran into, you know, I, I couldn't have been caught dead with this book when I was, you know, uh, before I retired. Now I have a lot more freedom, you know, and that's happened like on more than one occasion. And, and so thinking about the idea of like uh, the, the decisions that we make when we're younger and how they uh, in some sense imprison us or limit our, our possibilities is, is in some ways this window of opportunity. But once you get in the middle age, you're, um, you've made choices that define you. And by, by defining you, uh, those choices um, uh, become a bit like a prison. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, really, a book that explores some some questions of life and um, experiences. Anything else about the plastic priest that you would want to share for listeners that may be looking for the next um, sort of frightening and thoughtful read? Um, I. Well, it's interesting because when I first started out, I was very much more of a 
graphic, uh, mega disturbing, you know, kind of horror author. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I'm, you know, Publishers Weekly refers to the Plastic Priest as a dark fantasy. And I, I think that you could see that. I, I mean, I, I'm really leaning into some of the traditions of storytelling that I've learned from reading it, you know, Translated fiction are ways I tell the story in the plastic that are um, methods that I've learned from reading uh, writers like there's a Eastern European writer named Milan Kundra, uh, mm-hmm. for example, or another Eastern European writer named uh, Viktor Gombrovich. Mm-hmm. And these methods are what I'm using now. And so it's, it's weird fiction in one sense, it's in both the sense that it's unusual, but this tradition of the weird um, that is growing and, and gaining momentum, um, certainly in, in the U.S., where uh, it's growing beyond the genre boundary and basically touching in some way onto the ineffable. Um, the my way of doing that goes off. Has a can't help myself. I've since I was a teenager, I've always been a you know wisecracker on the page, and so you have this you know in, in many ways dark, but also satirical, but also kind of mind blowing, uh, and and unusual, uh, surreal uh, sort of storytelling uh, that is done in short compass. Uh, it's about twenty thousand words. So, you know, it's like if my work is like a hallucinogen, this is a microdose. This is like a nice little uh, microdose of the hallucinogen to get a sense of whether it works for you or not. So if you're open to something different, if you're looking for something different, if you're looking for something beyond what is the ordinary horror book, then I think you may be open to this, even if you're not a horror reader. And if you're usually read maybe more literary fiction, and you're looking for something kind of different, mm-hmm. I would suggest it as something different. It's not for everyone, but it's really more for people who are open-minded enough to have an experience that is unpredictable. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of readers don't want that. I'm here for you. I got you hooked up. Me and me and Jasmine, the Jazzy Cat, <laughs> we're on your side. We got you. Love it, love it. I love Kundera and Gombrovich and some of those minglings together of, of the literary the psychological the strange the unexpected so i'm totally totally here for it <laughs> yeah yeah um so by means of an a final official question and then we can talk through anything else that you'd like to mention before we close um you can sort of approach the next question as next creative steps, but also um, where listeners can go to learn more about your work, including the opportunity to check out more about the book. Um, you can find out more about me at my website, colecushing.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-E-C-U-S-H-I-N-G.com. Uh, sometimes people want to put an H in Nicole. There's no H in my Nicole. I don't need an H. Uh, I'm just N-I-C-O-L-E. Uh, and uh, also on all the socials, of course, now Twitter has kind of been uh, fragmented, and now we have uh, 
sky, and now we have a ball. I'm convinced that it could be because I'm just too damned old to be on TikTok. But, uh, um, yeah, but uh, the Plastic Priest, uh, there, I would suggest you check out the Goodreads reviews. Um, that already has a number of advanced reviews up there, mm-hmm. and it gives you a good sense of like legitimate, authentic, you know, um, re- responses to the book from where people are sitting. And uh, I always find that educational mm-hmm. to see, you know, what people, what actual like readers in the wild are thinking of this and uh, how they're appreciating it and how they're looking it in. So I would say those are two good places to find out about the book and find out about me. All right. Wonderful. Uh, Anything that we've missed in the talk through that you want to make sure to share before we close? Um, well, I'm a goofy weirdo. Uh, I live in Southern Indiana and uh, I love my life. Uh, And um, I would just say if anyone is wanting to be a writer out there, um, just, uh, uh, but the rewards of it, both, internally the, the journey that you take within yourself uh, but also occasionally externally with the appreciation you get from readers makes it very worthwhile in my opinion um, if it's meant for you um, there's uh, nothing better I recommend awesome awesome well thank you for your time Nicole and thanks to Jasmine for the cameo appearances um, and hope to talk with you again sometime <laughs> soon <laughs> all right well thank you so much really appreciate your time yeah my pleasure thank you